Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. You are in the gymnasium. And of course, the big talk right now is about the Bucks in the big game next week. We're going to, of course, touch on that, what they need to do to procure a victory here for us. We'll talk a little bit about the Lightning, some college basketball and baseball as well. The number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house. And after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Whether you're a fan of the NFL or you're playing in a game in the NFL, the whole idea is to be a part of the last game of the season. And that's exactly what the Bucks are going to be doing for us here. If you look at what we did last week, we were able to beat the Green Bay Packers up in the frozen tundra of Lambeau, 31-26. to Despite a couple turnovers, we lost the turnover battle, but we did win the game of the scoreboard, which is really all that matters. Kansas City beat Buffalo 38-24 to in the AFC Championship game. Hence, both those teams will be down here in Tampa next week in Super Bowl 55. It should be a very exciting matchup if you look at both teams on what we had to do to get here. The Bucks have won their last seven games. And in doing so, we're scoring over 35 points a game, uh, over 30, 35 points a game in each of those games. And I think that if you look at how we have gotten here so far, it's not just scoring points. Last week's game, in my opinion, was won by our defensive unit. Uh, Todd Bowles did a heck of a job getting that whole unit ready to play. They had a great game plan. They schemed well with their blitzes and mixed up the zone and man-to-man defenses against Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay to the point where we did fluster him a little bit. Uh, our defense, defensive line with Vita Vea being back and of course JPP, all those guys had a great game and it took the whole team effort, which I thought was probably the best game that they played together as a unit we have one more to play, so no football this week, but next week at 6.30, uh, they'll be kicking off at Raymond James. First time ever the home team has been hosting a game. It'll be definitely different. It's been probably one of the most unusual seasons ever in the NFL history with games being rescheduled, with you know, COVID protocols being put in place. But when you come down to it, I truly believe that the two most exciting teams are playing next weekend. If you look at Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they have a 14-2 and record, the number one seed in the AFC. 
And what do you say? They won the Super Bowl last year. They're looking to repeat. They have the players on that team that uh, definitely have the talent to be able to do so. It's going to be up to our defense to, again, play a great game, probably the game of their lives, to be able to shut down or slow down, I should say, because no one's going to be able to shut down uh, the offensive unit that Kansas City has between Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. They're going to score some points. So I have to believe that we are also going to score points, but it's going to come down to turnovers and how much we're able to protect Tom Brady. Our offensive line has to do a great job and how much we're able to actually flush Mahomes out of the pocket. Now, saying that sounds easy, and our defensive unit can definitely do that. Even when you get Mahomes out in the open field, he still finds a way to make some plays, make some throws downfield. So it's very tough to defend against Kansas City. I look for it to be a actually a high-scoring game, very entertaining. And the key, again, will be turnovers and how we can protect Brady. No quarterback likes to be rushed. Um, Brady or anyone else. Fortunately, Brady's not that mobile. He relies more on his 20 years of experience to be able to exploit defenses, which he has done extremely well this year. Once he got used to the offense that Arians wanted to run, they came together. Uh, they made some changes halfway through the season. And since then, the rest has been history. They're really on a roll, like I said, seven straight games. And we need to win one more to keep everything the way we wanted it for the season and you know, go down as you know, one of the teams where uh, being a fifth seed to win the Super Bowl is uh, pretty impressive. So, you know, if you look, if you want to crunch some numbers, um, you know, if you want to know how to beat Kansas City, I think the way you beat Kansas City is to, number one, keep their offense off the field. How they can't score unless they have a pick six or you know, a defensive turnover. But you want to really be able to keep the offense off the field. Again, that's easier said than done. So I, I think that if you look at um, what they did against Buffalo last week, they just scored points. You, you can't stop them from scoring points. So you have to hope that you're able to contain them, keep them on the field, um, make them, you know, possibly three and out on several times, and hopefully your defense will come up with a turnover at a key time during the game. Um, you know, their only relevant loss this season was by a score of 40 to 32. So, you know, they're going to score points whether they win or lose. However, we are the only team in the league that can keep up with them from an offensive standpoint, in my opinion. Antonio Brown will be back for us, it looks like. Of course, we have all the other weapons with Scotty Miller having a great game. Uh, you know, across the board, Evans, Godwin, Gronkowski can keep on going. Fournette had a great game. Um, we're going to need every one of those to have a great game when we get the ball back. I'm very confident that we're going to have a, a, a game plan that's going to enable our offense to be able to put points on the board. What it's going to come down to, again, is being able to put enough pressure on Mahomes, whether it will be in defensive schemes or make him throw downfield. Don't let Tyreek Hill get behind you. That better be the saying in the locker room 
for the two weeks that we're waiting to play here. You know, if you give Mahomes enough time, he's going to you know, put points on the board and most likely uh, you're going to end up losing that game. So we have to be able to put some pressure on him, make sure we protect number 12 on our team. And if we can do those two things, then I think we have a very, very good chance of, of winning the game. Um, you know, Brady was ranked 30th in the league when under pressure this season. So when he's not under pressure, he's ranked fifth. So it just goes to show you that if you give him enough time, he will carve you up. So between him and the offensive weapons that we have, our offensive line needs to play the way they played last week and give Brady and the offensive weapons that we have enough time to go out there pass block, run block, whatever it takes to make sure that we can do our our job to put points on the board. From a, a defensive standpoint, you now having Vita Vey back last week was a huge, huge plus for us. He really blocks up that middle against the run. Um, you know, not that the Chiefs have a really tough running game because they don't. Very adequate, but I think if we force... Mahomes to pass the ball, it'll be easier for us. You no, know, Shaquille uh, Barrett uh, being able to put some pressure on him. Pierre Paul coming from the outside. So I, I think that if you limit Mahomes' ability to throw verticals down the field, obviously it increases your chances to keep the chains from being moved and get your offense back on the field. As the defensive side of the ball for Kansas City is going to be their weakness as good as their offense is their defense gives up points our offense puts up points so again it's I really think it's going to be a uh, game where it's going to be high scoring I'll give you my predictions for the score and the winner next week however I do look for this to be one of the most exciting Super Bowls that we've seen in a while um, you know you have Tom Brady Six rings, probably, arguably the greatest of all time, going against a quarterback who, 25 years old, seems to be able to have all the weapons, um, seems to say the right things, seems to be able to handle himself in a, in a good demeanor, in situational on and off the field, in Patrick Mahomes. So you may have the passing of the torch, of Brady to Mahomes. I was listening to a show today that said that Mahomes needs to beat Brady in the game or else he'll never have a chance of um, being known as the greatest. And you know, I really don't think that's, that's true. I think there's a lot more football to be played in both Mahomes' career, of course. And I think Brady has some more football in him as well. He has stated many times that he wants to continue to play for a while um, after this year. I don't see why uh, he can't do that. So, um, you know, Brady doesn't care who he's playing up against. He wants to win a ring. He wants to be the last team playing on the last Sunday of the season, which is what we're doing. So I'd love to hear your comments. 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about the game and move on to a couple other interesting items in sports. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium on Power at 90.1.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195. 800-943-2195. That's 800-943-2195. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. You are in the gymnasium. The number here is 877-448-7901. Sports at power901.com is the email. Let me know your thoughts. What do you think the Bucks need to do to be able to win the game next week? Do you think there's more importantly that the defense steps up and causes some turnovers? Or can the offense just hang and uh, win in a shootout against Kansas City? Be anxious to hear your thoughts. Uh, I'll tell you one concern that I do have uh, before we finish up the football segment here. COVID, uh, the testing, the players now will be going at times a day to be tested and of course um, you cannot play with a positive test for 10 days so going forward from today on actually from yesterday on if someone tests positive they will be out for the game so you know a good thing is that the NFL is not allowing uh, the visiting team in this case Kansas City coming down here for you know, only a day, maybe a day and a half before the actual game. Bucks, of course, are here. So uh, they need to do everything they possibly can to maintain um, uh, everything they can do to not be able to uh, get in the way of a, of a positive test. So they need to wear about seven masks, I think, and um, just go to practice. And that's about it. They can enjoy everything else. Uh, after we win the game next weekend. But that is just one concern uh, that the players on both teams, I'm sure, and their coaching staffs are reiterating to everyone right now of the dire consequences of uh, any positive testing. So let's keep our fingers crossed that no one on either team has to uh, cross that bridge and that we uh, both teams have a full contingent of healthy players looking forward to um, the game next Sunday. Uh, switching gears a little bit from the Bucks. if you look at some more football news, Deshaun Watson has requested a trade from the Houston Texans. This comes a day after uh, no, David Culley said during his news conference that uh, he took the job knowing that Watson was going to be the Texans quarterback. No, Culley just got hired a little a couple weeks ago, and you know he said that he knew that Watson was going to be the quarterback, and didn't give any thought to anything else. So, you know, something's going on down there in Houston. I'm not quite sure what it might be, but you have a guy like Deshaun Watson, who by all accounts is a spectacular off the field 
as he is on the field. Uh, you know, he signed a, a four-year, $156 million contract extension this past September. And the Texans have him under contract through the 2025 season. Now, he does have a, a no-trade clause, but given the length of his contract and the possibility of any franchise tagging him for three years, the Texans could choose not to trade him and would therefore have control of his rights through the 2028 season. Uh, it's going to really come down to, a, I think, a, a power play of, of of what the Texans' ownership wants to do. They certainly don't want to carry someone who is unhappy and doesn't want to play there. Uh, the word is, is that Watson was unhappy with the process used by the team um, to hire Nick Casario in, in early January. So, you know, they said in the press conference that they wanted to reiterate, reiterate the commitment to Deshaun Watson. Casario says he's had great impact on this organization, great impact on a lot of people, uh, great impact on the team. And we look forward for the opportunity to spend more time with him here in the spring once we get started. He also said that we have zero interest in trading the player. We have a great plan, a great vision for him and for this team and his role on the team. And we look forward uh, to the opportunity to spend more time with him here in the spring. So I would like to hear your thoughts on what you think about all that. Uh, you know, what I'm thinking is this. If the Texans choose to not trade Watson, you know, he could say, you know what, I'm not going to go to the mandatory team activities or the training camp. Obviously, if he chooses to do that, they can find him. Uh, they can find him $95,000 for missing minicamp. And then on top of that, they can find him $50,000 per day for each day of training camp that he misses, plus one week's salary of $620,000 for each preseason game that he misses. So there's some uh, outstanding numbers if you look at the amount of money that Watson could lose if he decides not to play. Again, if your ownership... Is the time to trade him now? I'm sure that there are many teams out there that would give up a lot at this point to be able to have him uh, on their team for the next 10 years. So, again, some of the teams, if, I would say Miami is in the running. I think that the Jets are another team that you know could possibly be in the running for him. I don't know how it's going to play out. I, I do think that... Uh, if if I'm Texans ownership, I really sit down with him one on one, and you know find out what the real issues are. I think there's always more than meets the eye. Uh, he does want to be able to have the ingredients, if you will, if he's going to be the the quarterback or the cook or the leader of the team to complete the menu. But I think what really bothered him was when they traded DeAndre Hopkins um, and they let him go. He was their top receiver. He's obviously one of the top couple receivers in the whole league. So when they let him go, that really was the start of the downfall. And I think that's where they stand right now. And it doesn't look like he wants to stay. He officially asked for a trade in the last 48 hours. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that, um, again, there are some teams 
in the league, um, a lot of teams in the league that could benefit with his services. So I would like to hear what you have to say about that. And uh, when we come back, we're going to put the football to rest for a little bit and start talking about some other sports right now. We'll be right back on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000 now, now back to the show back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1 going from the field to the uh, ice right now we're talking about the Lightning they got off to a 3-0 start this year uh, we beat Chicago twice and then we beat the Blue Jackets after having two games postponed with the Stars, but the last two games, they weren't our best performances by any stretch. Uh, we got beat by the Blue Jackets 5-2, to two, and then again last night, we were managed to um, lose the game one nothing to the um, Hurricanes in overtime. So, uh, the offense is flat, no doubt, um, especially last night, what happened. Uh, Vasilevsky had 34 saves. You can't blame him. Uh, Mrazek had 32 saves on the other end of the ice between the pipes. But when it came down to it, our offense just wasn't able to um, uh, get anything going. Hopefully that will change as we get ready to play the Predators tonight at 7 o'clock. So uh, I'm hoping that we are able to switch up a little bit and uh, find a spark and get back into the uh, the winning habits like we're used to with the Lightning. Of course, it's very early. It's only you know five games into the season. Uh, we have a total right now of seven points, only only two behind Columbus and one behind Dallas and Nashville. So, of course, there's no concerns, no worries right now. Just um, it's always good to see your team out there playing well. And uh, we're not used to the Lightning uh, losing many games, and especially we're not used to seeing them lose without scoring uh, any goals. So I look forward to seeing the um, the Lightning come back with a victory tonight. Switching over to some college basketball, John Chaney, the head coach of Temple, uh, who had an enormous legacy, uh, sadly passed away yesterday. He was 89 years old. Uh, he was a very colorful coach. He always uh, was a teacher. You could learn from his press conferences. I remember some some fiery ones between him and Calipari when he was with um, UMass. They would go back and forth a lot of times. But uh, anyway, Sports World lost a good uh, guy with John Chaney um, leaving us in the, in the college basketball. Uh, Texas-Kentucky game. Postponed. It's supposed to be a huge game this weekend. Postponed due to the virus. Also, the St. Louis and the Richmond game got postponed. So, uh, again, COVID's rearing its ugly head throughout the whole sports world. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that, unfortunately, in the next month as we as we gear up for some March Madness. If you're looking right now at, at, at how it's going to play out, of course, 
everything's going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana for the for the sixty eight teams. Uh, not much has changed in the last week when we talked about some of the brackets. I would still say that you know, right now, if you had to pick the top four, you would have to go with Villanova and Michigan as two of the top four. And then you'd have to go with, of course, Gonzaga and Baylor. So, uh, you know, those are the four teams right now that are really playing a little bit above Everyone else, I think if you look at right now, if you had to pick the top 68 teams to be able to play in the tournament, uh, you know, on the bubble, I would say you have Indiana, you have Arkansas, I would go with San Diego State and Rutgers. Um, you know, it's funny, you talk about a team, what kind of year it's been with everything, Duke isn't even on the bubble. They're trying to play to win to get back to being close to getting into the tournament. How much is that? I mean, how how, how strange is it to see that? Um, anyway, last four in right now for the last four teams for the tournament, I would say it would be Stanford, Maryland, uh, probably Seton Hall, and Colorado State. So very interesting. Still a lot of basketball to be played. I, I think... The rundown, if you look by conference, the Big Ten most likely is going to have about 10 teams that will uh, get to the big dance. I would say the Big 12 is going to have seven and SEC, ACC, probably six apiece right now, the way it looks, followed by the Big East and uh, most likely the Pac-12 with probably five apiece there. Uh, again, very interesting. A lot to be, a lot more basketball to be played. You have the conference championships, although there is some talk about having them canceled. I hope that's not the case because I think the conference championships in men's basketball are one of the uh, most exciting uh, weeks of the year. And then, of course, followed by the you know March Madness tournament is one of the highlights, at least to me, uh, of every year. So I'm hoping that. Uh, we can get on and see the 68 teams play and, and, and crown a champion this year. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Let me know how your team's doing. Any of your teams in the running? Um, again, email me at sports at power901.com. Call in 877-448-7901. You mentioned about Cheney passing. Uh, as you know, Hank Aaron passed away. Last week, they had the uh, services for him. He and Willie Mays were, the, I think, the two biggest names in baseball that were left right now. Um, obviously, with his passing, you have Willie Mays left at 89 years old. Uh, after him, who would you say is the most notable person in the baseball world still around? Um, no doubt, like I said, it was Mays and Aaron. With Aaron gone, sadly, it... Uh, leaves Willie, who is doing well. He says the key is to keep on talking and to keep on moving. He's doing both all the time. So hopefully he has some more longevity to uh, keep going. But trivia question is, who's going to be second? Who's who's behind Willie Mays right now as um, the greatest player in baseball to still be walking this earth Love to hear your thoughts on that. Let me know what you think. Going to take a quick break, come back, talk a little bit more sports world, get your comments. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1.
Don't overpay for a roofing company. Five Star Roofing has you covered. Specializing in residential or commercial roofing. Five Star is a premier licensed installer of asphalt shingles with the newest and largest selection of shingle colors. And they're knowledgeable in any type of roof repair. Five Star Roofing has a friendly sales team that will assist you in any questions with Five Star Professional Customer Service. Five Star Roofing can be reached at 813-731-6066 or brandonroofingservice.com. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Hey, welcome back, sports fans, to the Above the Rim session of the Jimmy B Sports Show. Only fitting we talk about some NBA basketball in this session. Uh, as you know right now, they've played about 18, 19 games. And so far, we have a couple surprises this year in the NBA. I think the 76ers, uh, first place in the uh, Eastern Conference, have been a surprise. Doc Rivers has gone in there and um, talked with Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons and the gang, and they're buying into the system, and they're going out there and they're playing. Embiid's in better shape than I've seen him in many years. I think that they're buying into the process, if you will, and it's showing so far. They're 10-1 uh, and one at home. And they're, um, they had a great win against the Lake, um, the Lakers this past week. Um, so we're going to see what happens. Of course, it's early, but they're first in the division in the conference. Milwaukee Bucks are second at 11 and 6. Uh, of course, any team that has the Greek freak in there can't count them out. It's still early, of course. Indiana is third. Brooklyn Nets are in fourth place at 12 and 8. If you're following basketball, you will know that James Harden got traded from the Houston Rockets to the um, Brooklyn Nets, putting him with um, their top two players on that team, Kyrie Irving. And, of course, the big man on the team, the three of them together, um, really tough to beat if you look at the other teams in the East. Because if you look on paper, if it got into a shootout each game, it's really hard to beat the Brooklyn Nets with the team that they have, with Durant as the big guy. You have Kyrie Irving, like I said, and then you have the acquisition or addition of Harden. With that said, though, um, they still haven't found the chemistry. It's tough. Chemistry is so important in any uh, sports team. You can't just have the talent. Uh, ask the Yankees that or ask um, the Dodgers for many years. You have to have that team chemistry. So it's going to take the Nets a little bit longer uh, to be able to gel as a unit. And on top of that, they have to find a way to play some defense. Their, their defense has been non-existent. They're not going to be able to rely on outscoring the offense of the other team every game. So that's a work in progress. However, right now, if you look, I would have to say that um, Brooklyn is probably going to be favored to win the East and then match up against the, the Lakers in the West. But... Um, you know, the, the, the Nets are fourth in the conference. Boston's right there at 10 and 7, uh, followed by Cleveland, Atlanta, and the Knicks to round out the top eight. On the other side of the, uh, the conference, the Western Conference, Utah is in first place right now with a 14 and 4 record, followed by the Clippers. I know that the Clippers had some COVID issues. A couple of their players, uh, Leonard, God, and George, were able to play finally. So we'll see what happens with them. And the Clippers' nemesis, the Lakers, I still say it'll be between those two teams in the West 
Denver at f- the fourth right now, 11 and seven. San Antonio, uh, 10 and eight. Memphis, Phoenix, and then Portland to round out the top eight there. So I, I think, like I said, it's only been um, 18, 19 games played so far, but you can get a pretty good feel for how this season's starting to um, come into place. The top couple teams, I'll say, are Philly, the Bucks, and Brooklyn in the East, and the uh, Utah Clippers and the Lakers in the West. So we'll follow that more as football winds down now. Um, I think that everyone, it's going it's strange not to see football this week. So I think we're going to have to watch watch the Lightning, watch some college basketball, watch a little bit of golf. See, I think Patrick Reed has a good chance of, um, of winning this weekend at the, so we'll see what happens as always. That's all the time that we have. It always goes by too quickly. Uh, any comments, please feel free to um, email me, sports at power901.com, number 877-448-7901. Keep building that momentum and the excitement for next week. Of course, we'll be finalizing everything next week for the Super Bowl. It should be interesting. There'll be um, uh, maybe a special guest on the show. We'll see what happens. Of course, enjoy the weekend. Get ready for the all the uh, pomp and circumstance next week and stay updated. If you go to um, jimmybsports.com, you can see the updates. As always, please stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. And remember, you always miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, so keep on shooting. We'll talk to you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show.